Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And we're looking, you know, like we have a balcony here. The paper, you know, is flying all into our balcony, our yard and everything. And we, you know, we're... What happened? What was that? Oh my gosh. What happened, Allegra? Something just blew up. Um, Are you okay? Yes. Good evening. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. The pictures of airplanes flying into buildings, fires burning, huge, huge structures collapsing, have filled us with disbelief terrible sadness, and a quiet, unyielding anger. President uh, George W. Bush, on the night of 9-11, two hijacked airliners being flown into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. There was a third commercial jet that was flown into the Pentagon, and the fourth airliner was uh, crashed into a field in Pennsylvania when the passengers attacked the hijackers. And you heard my interview with Ben Buenio, or at least Ben Buenio, explaining and describing his daughter Elizabeth calling her mother from that plane before the passengers decided they were going to go after the hijackers. So 20 years ago it was 9-11. Those of us who were alive, those of us who have memories on that particular day, feel those memories very, very strongly today. And we're going to be talking to a number of people this hour who remember and were very much a part of that day, including the mayor of Gander, Newfoundland, former mayor, Claude Elliott. He'll be joining us. And uh, Rich Pitavera from uh, New York City, he's going to be joining Richard Will. He, uh, he was in his office on the 36th floor of one of the towers when the plane hit the tower I've known uh, this lady for, for 20 years, and uh, she's a friend, Maureen Basnicki. Her husband died in the World Trade Center at that time, and uh, Maureen has fought very hard for recognition and compensation for Canadian victims of terror. She's also the driving force behind the National Day of Service to Canada. Maureen, thank you so much for coming on the program today. I can't imagine the uh, level of emotion you must be feeling, but... How are you, and, and how is your family? I want to say, uh, oh, my gosh, Roy. 
uh, having just heard uh, the uh, background that I just heard, um, it's certainly uh, a day uh, full of of all kinds of emotions. That's for sure. Say it's uh, a merry-go-round of emotions, and I uh, looking forward to getting off later on today. But basically, uh, my family's doing well as well as can one imagine. And uh, we, in spite of the um, the challenges that that we face, uh, not only on September the 11th, 9/11, or hopefully to be called Service Day, we uh, continue uh, to rebuild our lives and. Um, to uh, create a proper legacy for the man that we all loved and for other Canadian uh, family members of the 9-11 attacks. You know, Maureen, I've found uh, invariably that it's people who suffer the most who are the ones who try to look out for everyone else to help in times when they're struggling. And you, you're doing that, and you've been doing it for years. You've been very active in pursuing fairness for Canadians and their families who are victims of terrorism. I'm not sure how far we've come in this country, but I know you've fought diligently and very directly and been very, very um, uh, committed to this particular cause. Talk to us about that, please. Well, before I do, Roy, um, in case I should forget... I uh, I want to personally thank you, on uh, not only on behalf of my own uh, family, but uh, through all victims, uh, on behalf of all victims, um, through the years, you've always raised your voice for uh, our concerns. You've you've been a, a source of support and strength for all of us, and not only that, you've invited many times our mutual friend Scott Newark to discuss victims' issues with you. Um, you your friend Dan McTagg, former member of, of the Liberal Party, and uh, numerous victims who have been able to uh, uh, strengthen their voice through you, and, and I thank you for that. Thank you, I had to say it now before, uh, in case I'm, I forget to say it. It's very kind. Thank show. you. Thank you. So on the issue, um, and, and this is near and dear to your heart, as, as I've learned from you over the years, fairness for Canadians and their families who've been victims of terrorism, how are we doing on that? We're not doing well, Roy. Um, we don't have any bragging rights in Canada. Um, the murder of my husband Ken put me in the Victims of Crime Club, albeit by a terrorist, and uh, in the U.S. I'm a cross-border victim. I had no idea how we treated victims uh, prior to Ken's murder because, of course, I wasn't in the club. It's terrorism that put me in the club. I did not realize how little support all victims of many types of violent crime um, are are treated in Canada. Uh, there certainly wasn't fairness for me uh, as a Canadian who actually lived in Canada, the attacks that happened in the U.S. You'll receive a, a very different story and, and, and have a many different uh, experiences from the Canadians that lived in the States. But although um, 
uh, our province of Ontario tried, and that was through the Canadian Resource Centre for Victims of Crime, uh, which Scott Newark worked. There was no plan or policy in place for such a, uh, a crime. And 20 years later, there still is not a plan and policy in place. So when you talk about fairness, there's never been any fairness. And fast forward, we've got many more victims of terrorism uh, in Canada, victims of mass murder in Canada, and we still do not have um, the proper uh, support system available. And I'm fighting hard to have the federal government recognize this because victim services uh, fall under the provinces and uh, the provinces are just not equipped to deal with any type of mass murder or any type of uh, terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. So much has to be done on this front and and you're right, it's been it's gone on for far too long and politicians too frequently pay lip service and then they get on with whatever is primary to them and this has to stop. But Maureen, you're also involved in something, and you just touched on it, September uh, 11th, becoming a National Day of Service in Canada. Speak to us about that. So I'm happy to say that uh, I had a great uh, working relationship with the former Harper government. And on the 10th anniversary, so 10 years ago today, we were in New York at the same time. And through the efforts of uh, Senator Pamela Wallen, um, and other uh, advocates, um, the uh, Harper government, uh, with much pleading from the Canadian families that actually lived in Canada, uh, we uh, were told that September the 11th, from here on in, would be designated as a National Day of Service. So we were delighted uh, that this happened. It was no longer a dream of ours. But since that time, uh, the awareness just has not been there. Many Canadians don't know about the intention of the day. And um, frankly, um, I, I can say it now, I'm not uh, shy about my feelings of the current prime minister, but anything that the Harper government did is discounted. So perhaps that's one of the reasons why you don't hear about service day. And might I add, two years ago, Roy, um, our uh, friend Mr. Trudeau called the election on September 11th. That's right, he did. Yes, he did. Yes. Yes, he did. Maureen, thank you for joining us today. I, I, I can't imagine the range of emotions. You must be feeling you're a remarkable person. You've done so much for people at, at the most difficult time of your life. Great to talk to you as always. Thank you. Please give uh, Claude Elliott uh, a, a virtual hug for me. Come from away is near and dear to my heart, and I encourage all Canadians to uh, watch it. And for sure. you know how important it, it, it is yes, to me, Roy. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Maureen. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Maureen Basnicki, come from away, of course, has to do with the, uh, the efforts and the contributions made by the people of Gander, Newfoundland. On September the 11th and in the days to follow, and the population of that community swelled to almost double its normal size, swelled to almost 40,000 people. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.